that's fucking football right there. None of that pansyastic tugging smile for the camera bullshit. Men puke, men poop on the field. Men deliver their newborn baby on the sidelines. We win together we celebrate together. Football is back baby. Welcome back to another episode of the Goalpost Gambling Podcast. Nick V here with you guys to talk about the week three slate for college football. Got some NCAA betting on the way. Really, really good week two. You can listen to the recap on our channel. A lot of great games. We got some really big covers from some teams that we are uh, riding with so far this season. Notably, Notre Dame, Texas State, uh, a lot of others that came through for us in a big way. Check out that episode for our breakdown of week two. We're on to week three, though, and there are some really good bets to be placed this week. We're just going to go ahead and dive right into that because we've got a really, really full slate. We also have new rankings, so we can look at that uh, actually before we dive in. Really interesting movement in the top 25. We have a lot of unranked teams, previously unranked teams, that is, joining the college football top 25. Iowa, we talked about it before. It seems like Clemson should have been out. Iowa didn't lose their first game, and yet they got the boot just because Clemson uh, dropped the ball and, and fell. But Clemson is out finally. Iowa back into that 25th place. UCLA for the first time cracks the top 25 at 24. Followed by Washington State. This is their first appearance at 23. And Miami coming off a huge win in Week 2 over Texas A&M. They actually just won again tonight against Beth and Cookman. Uh, so they are rolling a little bit here. They're going to go up um, 3-0 on the season. They sit at 22. They're going to be a problem. Duke stays put at 21. UNC drops to 20 after another classic overtime game against App State. Oklahoma down 1-19. to Deion Sanders bringing the buffs up to 18. They're up four spaces. A lot of people probably think that they could be higher than 18, but they're, they're in the top 20. We'll see if it's a matter of time before they start inching closer to the top 10. I'll tell you, they got a lot of games against very formidable ranked teams, so that is a real possibility. Ole Miss still dominating up to 17. They knocked off Tulane without Michael Pratt, uh, which is a pretty good win, but it is a little little tainted without Pratt playing, but they look solid, great offense. Oregon State staying put at 16, KSU 15, LSU at 14, Oregon at 13 after a really big win. Utah hangs on and survives another game without Cam Rising. They stay at 12, Tennessee down to 11. Biggest drop of the week. Bama goes down to 10. Which, you know, I don't know if that's that's generous, given Texas is a top four team now. If you lose to a team inside the top four, you can't, can't go down that many spaces in theory. So Bama hangs on at 10. Notre Dame up to 9. They crack the top 10. Now they're inside. Washington at 8. Penn State at 7. Love the Nittany Lions this season. Ohio State goes down one. They've had a little bit of trouble covering, but they still have all the talent in the world. USC still rolling. They're at 
fifth. Texas biggest mover of the week, moving seven to number four. And then the Seminoles at number three, followed by Michigan and Georgia staying locked in at one and two. Florida State really, really looks solid. And Texas is going to be a team that's going to compete if Ewers continues to play as well as he did against that Bama defense. So let's go ahead and get into it now. Saturday slate, first game. We got Florida State taking on Boston College. Florida's laying 26 piece on the road in Chestnut Hill. This one I've got to go Florida State, and I've actually got to lock it up. And here's why. We have to get the Seminoles locked up here because Boston College struggled, struggled with Holy Cross. Took a, a fourth quarter, surviving final touchdown from Holy Cross to hang on and win by three. They did not cover their 10-point spread at home against Holy Cross. That was after a overtime loss to NIU. Both games at home... Boston College, not really good at all. Very lucky to win against Holy Cross. Very bad to lose against that NIU team in overtime at home. Just really not putting the pieces together, even at home. So I don't think this game being in Chestnut Hill is going to make a big difference. Florida State's rolling. They beat LSU by 21. They beat... um, USM, Southern Miss, excuse me, Southern Miss. They beat Southern Miss by 53. Boston College is, is a leaf in the wind here. This is not going to go well for them. That that just passing attack with Jordan Travis is just too strong. Um, Boston College has no defensive answer. Holy Cross hangs 28 on you. NIU hangs 27. Florida State's going 60-plus here. Easy. Another game, another lock. Love the Nittany Lions this season. They're in Illinois taking on the Fighting Illini. They're laying just 14.5. If you can get this down to 13.5, I think you are in real serious business. Illinois, they beat Toledo by two. They lost to Kansas 23-34. to I don't think they've covered all season. They haven't. They haven't covered in, in their loss or win. Getting and giving points. They, they have, they've been bad against the spread. They've been bad on the field. It's just not a great year for them so far. On the other end, Penn State is demolishing teams. They put the hurt on West Virginia, and they just posted a 63-7 win against Delaware. All right. They, they have a strong offense led by Drew Aller. And this defense has been suffocating. I mean, 15 points from West Virginia, 7 from Delaware. They have gotten it done. They're allowing just 110 in terms of pass yards a game from opponents. And they're putting up 509 total yardage. Uh, this, this team is rolling. They're at 7 right now. They could push up closer to 5, I think, depending on how things shake out. I think they could... Get to six, maybe leapfrog Ohio State at some point. Maybe even this week, depending on how things go. I think they've got a legit shot to um, get in this this top four discussion when it comes time to playoffs. So look for them to keep dominating. They definitely have stuff on the line here. 
LSU and Mississippi. LSU has the one loss, but it was against Florida State. They responded with a 62-point blowout of Grambling, and they are they're back a little bit, back just a little bit. But they're going to face a much stronger test than Grambling in Mississippi State. State is 2-0 this season. They've beaten Arizona in overtime, and they beat Southeast Louisiana. Both of those games, they uh, I believe they covered in uh, both of those. Um, let me check. Well, they actually only covered in uh, one of those. So they're at home here against LSU. This is really not a bad spot to lay the, the 9.5 with the Tigers. Jaden Daniels can still play quarterback. He is a little streaky sometimes. But against teams like this, I feel like he gets it done. So I I lean LSU on this one. This isn't a lock, but we're going LSU against Mississippi State. Kansas State at Missouri. Kansas State minus four. They don't have Martinez this season. They're a little bit weaker ostensibly than they were last year. However, you wouldn't know it based on what they've done on the field. So far, they're outscoring opponents in their first two games 87-13. to 45-0 and then 42-13. That last win was against Troy, a team that always kind of plays these uh, more well-regarded programs kind of close. And they were catching only 15, and they, they needed a lot more than that. Just really pressured, really forced into some mistakes, and KSU just has a dominant attack with Will Howard leading the way. Let's go Wildcats, minus four. We're going to have to actually lock that. Missouri's a, a fine team. They really are. They really are. But they haven't really played great competition. They only beat Middle Tennessee by four. I don't care if they're at home. This, this is just not going to be a good matchup for them. Wildcats are coming this season. Liberty taking on Buffalo. Buffalo's got a pretty good quarterback in Cole Snyder, the senior out of Lakewood. He's he's put up some numbers so far in their two losses. They've lost to Wisconsin, and they lost to Fordham. That last one is an ugly home loss that you don't like to take. They've been, like I said, good offense, bad defense. Uh, they just they have not had enough to pull it out in their first two games. Liberty's a team that's relying on Caden Salter, the sophomore quarterback for them. He's he's played pretty well over the, the course of his first few games. He's got four touchdowns, no picks, 165 quarterback rating. I mean, he's 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 played pretty well. Now, Liberty's on the road here, and they're laying three points. I'm probably going to go Flames in this one. I think they get it done. I think they get it done. I think that offense is just better against uh, Buffalo's defense than Buffalo's offense will be against that Liberty defense. Give me Liberty in this one. Louisville at Indiana. Louisville is laying 10 points. I'm going to go home team in this one. They played Ohio State really close. Now, granted, really close against Ohio State means 23-3, but they still did it. They still hung in. And they, they managed to stay within 20 points. Louisville dominated Murray State. They dominated that game 56-0. to zero, But they only beat Georgia Tech by 5 to open their game 
their their season on the road. That was a seven-point spread that they did not cover. They did cover last week at home, but now they're back on the road again. And I think I think Indiana's played a few games at home, and I think they've got a little bit of momentum coming off a pretty big win against Indiana State. Give me them with the 10 points. They may not win this thing straight up, but I don't see them losing by less than 7. Or excuse me, more than 7. Wisconsin hosting Georgia Southern. Georgia Southern is not actually slouching on us. They played a pretty dang good game against UAB. Really high-powered offense, and they kept up and throttled them. 49-35, to that offense did whatever they wanted to the Blazers, and their defense did just enough to slow them down. Wisconsin has a little bit more uh, recruited talent, but it's not necessarily paying off on the field. They lost to Washington State 31-22. to That was a game that they actually were laying five in, and they end up losing by nine. I think Georgia Southern is good enough offensively to hang with them. Now this is, again... Not one that I think is going to be one outright. But 20 points? Give me Georgia Southern against the spread. They've done no wrong this season. They covered last week and they pushed their first week. So let's let's roll with the uh let's roll with the um Golden Eagles in this one. Alright. Wake Forest and Old Dominion. Wake laying 14. Old Dominion's just not been good. Bad loss to Virginia Tech. Just barely pulled it out against uh, the Raging Cajuns last week. I mean, they, they got the cover, but it was very close. They just have not looked great. Wake, I thought, would really take a step back. The quarterback filling in for Sam Hartman, Mitch Griffiths, the sophomore, he has been playing really solid football. And he's coming off a game where he put up he put up some numbers against Vandy. Vandy was a pretty good team, but they did get the big cover. Two touchdowns, 154 quarterback rating, 196 on a 65% completion. He's not making a lot of mistakes, and that might be really big for this game. However, 14 points is a lot to lay with the Demon Deacons on the road. Uh, I think we still lay it. I can't take ODU. Give me Wake minus 14. Maybe we push... Ohio State taking on Ohio. Excuse me, Iowa State taking on Ohio. Um, Ohio got a pretty big win against FAU last last week. I liked what they did in that one. It was a pretty solid win. FAU has a lot of experience, and I was actually on them to win that game. They did not, did not cover. Bobcats looking all right. Really, Ohio or excuse me. Iowa State, very different. I don't know what we're doing here. Iowa State, their only blemish is that loss against Iowa, who is most definitely a ranked team. They were at home. They didn't get the cover. It doesn't bode well, but it could have been a lot worse. I think we go Iowa State on this one. They're on the road, but I think they've got enough to get it done. Um, mm. Ohio's just a tough team to bet against right now. We might have to just steer clear of this one. You know what? I'm going to I'm gonna flip. I'm going to lean Ohio plus three. Maybe three and a half if you can get it. Utah hosting Weber State. I don't see a line for that one, but I'm interested in it. Once it does drop, 
Eastern Michigan laying seven against Massachusetts. We're going to take Massachusetts. EMU has not been good. Uh, they barely beat Howard. They lost to Minnesota. Uh, UMass at least beat New Mexico State. Give me UMass plus seven. They got a guy who's, who's sneaky good in uh, Carlos Davis. Experienced senior. I think the offense hangs with him. All right. We've got... Notre Dame hosting Central Michigan. Notre Dame is 3-0 on the year, and I believe they've covered in every single game. And it is not time to fade them now. Notre Dame at home, laying 34.5. Go ahead and lay it with the Fighting Irish. Central Michigan is not that bad, but not that bad is not going to cut it against this Notre Dame team. Georgia hosting South Carolina. Georgia has not covered this season. They're number one in the country. Firmly entrenched in that spot. And yet, because the combination of their their beefed-up lines and just kind of their willingness to weigh the flag and, and take a, a solid 30-plus point victory, uh, 40 really in both games, but these, these spreads are just so high for the Bulldogs. But this one comes down a little bit. This one actually comes down a little bit. 27.5 is what they lay hosting South Carolina. This offensive line is toast. We saw what UNC did to them. Spencer Rattler was running for his life. I I expect this to be a bloodbath. Give me Georgia by a landslide. They get their first cover of the season against South Carolina and that putrid O-line. Go ahead and lock this. All right, Alabama traveling to South Florida, laying 33 points. Saban's probably a little pissed off. And if they're going to hold on to their season and cling to this 10th ranking, try to move up. They're going to need to start dominating. This is a great place to do it. South Florida has some talent, but probably not enough. They lost to Western Kentucky by almost 20 points. Beat Florida A&M by 14. I think they run into a buzzsaw right here. And Bama's angry. Let's, let's, uh, oof. It's going to be a tough one to watch, I think. Oregon State hosting San Diego State. They are laying 24 and a half. And I think I'm going to lay it with DJU. He's been really good, and Oregon State has been really good. They haven't played anyone that strong yet. San Diego State will definitely be their best test. But I think they pass with flying colors. Let's go 24 and a half with DJU in that Oregon State offense. Oklahoma taking on Tulsa. They're laying 28 and a half. They're coming off a win, a pretty big win against SMU, and then a huge 73-0 blowout against Arkansas State. Tulsa beat Pine Bluff and then lost a big one to Washington. Don't love it, but we're going to lay the 28.5. This one might be unfortunate. This one might be like 24-point spread, but we'll lay it anyway because that's the only thing you can do here. Taking Tulsa is just not possible. Oklahoma, let's see if they get the big win. UNC, like we said, is coming off that pretty riveting game with App State. Now they're taking on Minnesota, and they get to go home for this one. They're laying just 7.5. Minnesota dropped one. Uh, it looked like they were going to drop one against Nebraska. Nebraska kind of handed them that 13-10. And they beat EMU 25-6. Minnesota, not a great team. Good offense, not a great overall team. Their defense kind of has let teams have their way with them. 
a little bit specifically that Nebraska game. Uh, Nebraska was able to kind of control that and, and pull it out in the very end. I'm going to go UNC. Drake May has not looked how we thought he would this season. He was supposed to be a Heisman candidate. He's 45 of 62 for almost 500, two touchdowns, two picks. He's not having the kind of year that we thought he would. Luckily for the Tar Heels, they found a really, really good ground game. So if they get that going, I think they have enough firepower to beat Minnesota. Their defense has also locked in pretty well. Duke laying 18.5 against Northwestern. Duke is a legit team. Duke is a legit team this year. Northwestern's only win was that lock we had last week against UTEP. UTEP is pretty bad. They lost to Rutgers. Northwestern's not great. Duke is finally getting some respect and getting this big line. But they're at Wallace Wade, and I think they get this one done by a 20-piece. Iowa taking on Western Michigan. Western Michigan looked pretty decent against St. Francis. They looked like they could ball a little bit. They hung with Syracuse a little bit in the first half and then got demolished. 48-7, to they did not cover with their points. I think Iowa doubles down on them. Iowa 28.5, easy play. Let's go Hawkeyes. Virginia Tech and Rutgers don't see a line on this one. Probably leaning Rutgers pretty heavy. UConn taking on FIU. UConn hasn't won this season. Lost to Georgia State 35-14. Lost to NC State 24-14. UConn is just not a good team. And they haven't had much success at home either. FIU's only loss was against Louisiana Tech. They beat the Mean Green. They beat Maine. FIU's not a great team, but give them seven points, and I think they do something with it. Let's go FIU. ECU, we watched a miserable game against Marshall. They hung tough against Michigan because they have a solid defense, but their offense does not exist. It does not exist. Garcia cannot throw the ball. He cannot be a productive quarterback. And the guys they've got waiting in the wings are just too raw. They're, they're not adding anything else. So they're stuck with Garcia, and they're stuck with an offense that does not move. I'm, I'm all on App State here. They played UNC really well, and they beat Gardner-Webb pretty solidly. Before that, give me App State minus 8.5. If you get this down to 7, you get this down to a touchdown, a field goal, uh, or excuse me, a touchdown, an extra point, you, you should be in business. Does Ohio State get their first cover against Western Kentucky? I say yes. Minus 29 and a half, let's see it happen. This will be a little test for them, and I think they pass with flying colors. UL Monroe against Texas A&M. 36 and a half is the spread. Give me Monroe. We're actually going to go that way because Texas A&M got beat up on by Miami. And we're going to fade them for a week and see how it goes. Tulane and Southern miss. Tulane laying 13. If Michael Pratt plays, that's an easy 13. If not, we got to go Southern miss. Washington taking on Sparty. They are laying 16 and a half. I think clearly you have to go Washington here. I mean, Penix Jr. is just on fire. Through two games, he has two touchdowns, just one pick. Almost 900 yards through the air. 57 completed passes. He is, he is looking really, really good. And we talked a little bit about Drake May not getting off to a great season uh, when he was in that, that Heisman discussion. 
Penix Jr. is in that discussion as well, and he is putting in the effort that we thought he'd have. Destroyed Tulsa 43-10, beat up on Boise 56-19. Their defense is really showing up behind him, and he's doing what he needs to in order to pull this out for them. Now, Michigan State's not a slouch, though. They beat Central Michigan. They put it on Richmond. Those were, you know, not the highest caliber opponents. Central Michigan usually makes a little bit of noise, but they have a, a really good quarterback in Noah Kim, and he's 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 put up five TDs this season, 571 yards. Really good ground game as well with Nathan Carter leading that running back room. This should be one to watch. This should absolutely be one to watch. I think Washington wins this, and I think you have to lay the points, but I would not be surprised if it's a little closer than we'd like to see. I think this might be a little sweaty, but I'm on Washington here, minus 16.5. Keep rolling down our slate for Saturday. Charlotte taking on Georgia State. Charlotte's a little little iffy. They're having a better year than they did last year. They've got a little bit of a, of a dynamic offense with Jalen Jones leading the way. Uh, coming over from Beth and Cookman last season, but he's he's not really um, he's not really putting up what the 49ers need to compensate for the holes that they have elsewhere. Three picks, two touchdowns on the season for Jones. A lot on the ground, not as much through the air. They won against South Carolina State, then they lost pretty pretty bad to Maryland. Of course, Maryland was laying 24 and a half, so they did cover. Charlotte might be a sneaky cover at points this season, but Georgia State is actually a really good program. We watched a lot of um, Darren Granger last season. Granger's a really dynamic quarterback, really great with his arm. Three touchdowns on the year, no picks, 31 of 46. Their rushing attack is also really strong on the ground. Marcus Carroll leading the way on that. He's got about 306 touchdowns in the season. Georgia State's put up points in a hurry. 42 against URI, 35 against UConn. This is a team that can score. And they're averaging 409 yards a game. Charlotte is only putting up 329. This is one that Georgia State should win, but they're laying 7.5 in Charlotte, North Carolina. Do you like laying the points here with them? I don't know. I think they certainly have the tools to pull this out by double digits. But Charlotte at home is is not an easy out. Mm. Let's let's stick with Granger on this one. Let's stick with Granger and the 2-0. 2-0 Georgia State team. Let's go 7.5 on that. Tennessee laying 6 against Florida. This is an interesting one. Tennessee 2-0 after beating uh, Austin Perry and beating Virginia. Florida lost their opener against Utah and then bounced back against McNeese. I don't really see it with Florida. Mertz, I think, is fine. He's not Anthony Richardson, but he's fine. I just, I don't see it. I don't see it in this one. We're in Gainesville, but only 10 points. Give me uh, give me the Vols here. Let's go Tennessee to cover. Louisiana Tech hosting North Texas. We're going to lock this one. The secret... Best bet lock right here. North Texas has been atrocious. Their quarterback has as many picks as touchdowns. Stone Earl not, not doing a lot for them. They lost big time against Cal. And then in a game against FIU, 
We faded this one last week, and we hit on this one. They were laying 10 on the road against FIU, and they lost big time. They lost 46-39 to in a game they were laying 10. Mean Green do not have it. Tech's already played three games this season. They beat the same FIU team 22-17 to at home. They lost to SMU and then bounced back against Northwestern uh, State, and that was a pretty solid win for them. They just they they are a better program right now than North Texas is. They're laying the points at home. Give me four and a half with Louisiana Tech. Nebraska hosting Northern Illinois. Is this the week for Matt Rule and Jalen Sims? Excuse me, Jeff Sims. Is this their week? They had a horrible loss against Minnesota. Not horrible because they played horrible, but it was a crushing defeat. And then what are you going to do next week? That high-powered defense goes up against Deion Sanders and Shador Sanders. I mean, and they got cooked They got cooked by Coach Prime a little bit. And there's not really much you can do on the road against a hot Colorado team. This is a perfect bounce-back spot for Nebraska. Minus 11 is a lock. Got to give me Nebraska over uh, NIU. They, they lost to SIU. That that's not that's not boding well for them. Give me Nebraska. Let's let's fade the hate here. Vandy taking on UNLV. UNLV has been bad this year. They really have not. Uh, they really have not gotten it done against Bryant and then losing Michigan. Vandy's coming off a pretty bad loss to Wake Forest, though. I don't know that we trust them just yet. Mm, I want to stay away from this one. But give me Vandy to back, back bounce back on the road minus five. Miami, Ohio taking on Cincinnati. Cincinnati laying 14. Give me 14 points with Miami. They hung tough a little bit with uh, the Hurricanes, only losing by uh, 35. They beat UMass. UMass is not bad. Cincinnati's coming off back-to-back wins. They beat a pretty good pit team. But 14's too many. Too many for the Bearcats, even at home. Oklahoma State taking on South Alabama. South Alabama is getting seven points. They're one and one in the season. Oklahoma State kind of rolled against ASU. That's one we thought would be a little bit of an upset. Give me Oklahoma State minus seven at home. UAB looked rough defensively last week. They've got a great offense, horrible, horrible defense. Georgia Southern did whatever they wanted to them. Uh, you can hear about it in the the recap pod. Can't trust this team's defense, but their offense is electric. Zeno is leading the way with five touchdowns, almost 700 yards. They they have that offense, but they do not have a, a defense that can hang. They're giving up three, 312 yards per game. 180 of those are coming through the air. And they've only played NCANT and Georgia Southern. Oof. I don't know. Raging Cajuns lost to ODU. I don't like that for them. We're in Birmingham for this one. Let me roll the Blazers again. I, I don't want to do it, but I'm going to do it. Blazers minus two and a half. All right. Troy taking on James Madison. James Madison should have handled UVA a little stronger, but took a last-minute effort. Troy hung tough against KSU and then fell apart towards the end. Give me JMU plus two and a half. It's a little rare to get them get them plus some points right now. They they I mean, they did win, and they hung tough. UVA is not as bad as people think. I I I go James Madison plus two and a half. Maybe get up to three and a half. 
Toledo taking on San Jose State. San Jose State we liked a lot. They got killed by Oregon. They got killed by USC. Toledo just put it on Texas Southern. Mm. Let's go San Jose State. Plus seven. I think they do something with it. Michigan laying 40 and a half against Bowling Green. We're not going to pick against them. Go Michigan 40 and a half. We'll lay that. Ole Miss laying 17 and a half against Georgia Tech. Georgia Tech's always a little sneaky. They got a guy who can throw the football. Haynes King, seven touchdowns, one pick, 600 yards coming against South Carolina State and Louisville. Ole Miss dominated Mercer and then looked really good against a Tulane team that was fighting, even without Pratt. Jackson Dart is just a really solid quarterback, and he's got some weapons. He's got some weapons. His receiver, Trey Harris, already has five touchdowns off him this year. I, I don't think Georgia Tech has the ability to guard that. Give me Ole Miss, minus 17 and a half. That's a pretty solid bet for the week. BYU taking on Arkansas. Arkansas laying eight. KJ Jefferson is, is a dog. I, I really like this Arkansas team. They've got experience. They've got talent. BYU's no slouch, but this is a different weight class. Give me Razorbacks, minus eight at home. Pitt against West Virginia. Pitt had that loss to Cincinnati we just kind of touched on. Really a tough game, though, and, and they looked a little overmatched, but they hung in. West Virginia, big loss to Penn State. It's in West Virginia, but you know what? I think Pitt bounces back. Give me Pitt, plus two and a half. Texas leading 30 at Wyoming. I'm on Wyoming plus 30. This line is huge. They just beat Alabama, sure. But they only beat Rice by 27. Wyoming's a better team than Rice. Give me Wyoming plus 30. They're, they're a little sneaky when it comes to, to games like this. They beat Texas Tech already this season. Maybe something about those Texas teams. Oregon laying 38.5 against Hawaii. Send it. Bo Nix is on fire. This Oregon team is coming off a huge win against Texas Tech, which is a pretty solid team. And now they get Hawaii. I think this one is a, a bloodbath. Hawaii has not really done much. They've run this kind of um, tempo offense, and it got them a big loss against Stanford and an 11-point win against Albany. I, I mm, Give me Oregon in this one. I, I'm not, not going Rainbow Warriors anytime soon. UNM, minus one against New Mexico State. little New Mexico rivalry action here. Give me a... Give me New Mexico. <laughs> UNM, that is. They played, uh... I don't know. This is more of a feeling kind of thing. Both teams are not really that good. There's not a lot you can you can throw out there. Krosky Merritt is, is a really good running back. He's got four touchdowns in the season for UNM. But that's, that's really all they've got, is they've got a really solid ground game. I'm, I'm going with them. But this is a coin flip. Clemson laying 24 and a half against FAU. Don't even ask me about this. Let me grab 24 and a half with FAU. Clemson's toast. Clemson is toast. I don't want to hear about them anymore. I don't want to hear about them anymore. And FAU's a good team. FAU's a good team. I had them last week going up against uh, Ohio. They didn't pull that one out. I think they get a little, little revenge here. TCU traveling to Houston. Don't fade TCU. They ran into a buzzsaw in Coach Prime. That, that you know, just a shocking opener. But this was a team that was ranked very high. 
And really, what's the worst thing that's happened? They've lost to a, a top 20 team this season. That's why they're not ranked. Alabama did that. Clemson did that. Clemson lost to, to Duke and still stayed in, in, you know, these rankings. They stayed at 25 for a minute. Houston lost double overtime to Rice. Barely squeaked one out against UTSA. I'm all over TCU. This is a best bet. This is a lock. Lock up TCU. They're, they're not as bad as, as you want to think they are. Just because of how bad they looked against a stellar Colorado team. Speaking of Colorado, we've got a great game. They've played three amazing games off the bat. Their schedule is just nuts. Colorado taking on Colorado State. They're at home for this one. Oof. I don't know. Laying 24, this is their biggest spread of the season so far, and it might get higher. Give me Colorado minus 24. I think they crush them. I really do. Washington State really put the smack down on Colorado State. I don't think they've got the weapons. Their quarterback's going to be under pressure. That secondary is electric. Shador Sanders is knocking on the door of 1,000 yards, six touchdowns against two solid defenses. They get carved up. This is a 30-40 point loss. Fresno taking on Arizona State. Give me Fresno minus three. Feels a little low. They beat Purdue, who's a really solid program. They beat EWU in double overtime. That's a little ugly. But ASU hasn't done anything. They really haven't. They lost to Oklahoma State last week. And before, they barely won against Southern Utah. Fresno's 2-0. Give me Fresno minus three. Kansas laying 28 against Nevada on the road. I'm going uh, I'm going Wolfpack here. They only beat Illinois by 9 points. Or excuse me, 11 points. I think they win by 20, but not 28. Not 28. Jalen Daniels is fine, but he's not, he's not going to carve them up. Nevada hangs in there. Minus 28. We're taking it. Plus 28 with a Wolfpack. UTEP and Arizona ends our slate. Cannot bet on UTEP right now. They've got some leadership at the quarterback position at Hardison, or so they thought. Four touchdowns, four picks, 494 yards on 44 pass completions. A lot of fours, but it doesn't mean anything. UTEP lost to Jack State, struggled with Incarnate Word, and just got blasted by Northeastern. Excuse me, Northwestern. What are we doing? Got blasted by Northwestern. Arizona's fine. They lost to Mississippi State in overtime. That was a tough game. But they 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 know they know football in Arizona. They can do this. Minus 17 and a half. This is a, a higher class program right now. UTEP has some pieces, but coaching execution is not there. If Jack State can do it, I think Arizona's gonna be just fine. That's gonna wrap up our Saturday slate. A lot of games, a lot of great bets, a lot of best bets and locks. Let's go ahead and get these to the books and fire off our plays. I think we've got a good week in store for us. Nothing really flashy, a lot of chalk, but it's been good. It's been good to us. Let's see how we, we turn out. Appreciate all you guys listening. Follow us at Goalpost Gambling on Twitter, no Owen Post. We have the website up and running, articles coming next week, college football, NFL kicking off. New NFL podcast coming out tomorrow. Stay tuned for more updates. Appreciate the listen, guys. Go follow us, and we are looking forward to cashing these bets with you. Let's meet at the books.